You're a conscious luminary and you're getting it going in the NFT space. Welcome to Golden Meta Sessions with Doc Peace. I'm your host, Dr. Peace Uche, also known as Doc Peace. Golden Meta Sessions is a time to celebrate creative expression, featuring NFT creatives who share their doses of inspiration on how they got started, plus tips and strategies on how to boldly creatively express to empower your NFT journey and achieve your version of success. New episodes drop weekly every Thursday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, so press subscribe for your weekly dose of Golden Meta Sessions with Doc Peace. Today, we have an incredible guest with us, Mr. Spotty Wi-Fi. Spotty Wi-Fi is a rapper who took nine years away from the music business after being burnt out by bad managers and lousy contracts. And this year, he discovered NFTs, non-fungible tokens, and realized that he could reboot his music career by building a more direct relationship with his fans that didn't require managers and streaming platforms to reach in his pocket. He's a self-made legend in the NFT space and with over 16.9 followers on Twitter, he's here with us today. Welcome, Mr. Spotty Wi-Fi. Wow. You got me looking around like, who are you talking about? You. doing a lot. Wow. Thank you. It's very kind. You're so very welcome. Let's dive right on in. Thank you so much for joining us today. I would love to hear your story before crypto, BC. Okay, yeah. So um, like you said, I was in the music industry some years ago, almost a decade ago now. Uh, I was working full-time as a writer, performer, you know, recording artist. Um, I was signed to a major publishing house. And, um, and I was signed to a manager, as you alluded to, and uh, those ended up being not great deals for me, you know, not, not great business relationships. And uh, I put out a solo album at the end of 2012, which ended up being my last real music project for the last nine years, as you said. Um, and I just, I was just burnt out. I, I had been in bands, I had been in rap groups and had done some solo stuff. And I just said, you know what, this is like a whole lot of work and I'm struggling. Like I'm really not making ends meet here. This was like during the SoundCloud era where really, you know, it was becoming more and more apparent that it's hard to monetize music. You know, like music was really a marketing tool and I was really trying to sell merchandise and t-shirts or live performances, you know, getting bookings that, that were paid gigs. And um, none of that is very easy, you know? So I started working a day job, you know, doing the nine to five thing. And uh, you know, like you said, before I knew it, several years had gone by. Then fast forward in 2017, I started getting into crypto. Okay. I had heard of crypto, but the holiday season of 2017, I remember being at my parents' house and you're seeing on CNN and the news and everything like Bitcoin's doing crazy numbers. Everybody's getting rich except for you. You know, like, like, should you buy Bitcoin? Blah, 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 blah. And, um, you know, as if you if you've spent a lot of time in the space, you know, if I if I was very experienced, which I wasn't, I might have thought, you know what, I probably missed this run up. It's probably a little too late for me to jump in now because everybody's jumping in now. But I, I wasn't experienced and I put in some money. I put in more money than I was prepared to lose. And of course, it tanked right after that. Right. So I'm just sort of like 
well, I don't have a lot of options, so I, I stuck with it. I never sold. In fact, I kept buying more and more little by little as the price was very low. Fast forward, you know, COVID, uh, the world is crashing around us last year. I get furloughed from my job. I end up losing my job. But this crypto that I've been accumulating is finally like in the green. You know, it's finally like appreciated to a point where I'm in some profit. Okay. Fast forward again, I start hearing about NBA Top Shot. People are selling digital basketball cards. Uh, I hear about this in January on Twitter. I'm like, that's interesting. You know, I like basketball. I used to collect cards. I start buying some. Fast forward, by February, I'm learning about these crypto punks. I'm seeing Mark Cuban talking about crypto punks are like the rookie card of NFTs. They're priceless. I said, you know what? If I believe in this blockchain thing, let me just buy one of these. I'll be at the cutting edge of art and tech. And so I bought a crypto punk. Um, And then I start seeing people using their crypto punk as their Twitter avatar and they're remaining anonymous or they're remaining pseudonymous, right? And they're sort of building these thought leadership brands, which is largely um, catalyzed by the fact that they have a crypto punk and they're regarded as a thought leader. And I said, you know what? I think there's an opportunity here to do something musically where I don't just want to be the human individual with a profile pic. I want to embody my crypto punk. I want to step into the life of my crypto punk, give them a backstory and all that. So if you're listening at home, maybe you can't see, but my crypto punk has spots on its face, you know? So I said, you know what? At some point, the name Spotty Wi-Fi came to me. I wrote a song called I'm Spotty. I put it out mm-hmm. in April. The, the NFT community, they, they showed a lot of love and uh, I kept making more music. And then in August, I, I put out my album and it, it sold out right away. And, and it's been a wild ride, but um, that's the like, that's the the truncated version of, of my story, basically. Wow. What an incredible story, Spotty. Uh, I, I love how your music embodies who you are and it's not explicit. Uh, it's pretty inspiring <laughs> more so, which is Thank a lot you. different. You're welcome. Which is a lot different than the music that you commonly see uh, mainstream. And so thank you for putting out this type of music. First of all, I do want to touch on the anonymity. I don't know if I'm saying the word right, but the the choice to be and stay anonymous. You kind of touched on that a bit. But right now, what I see is an an animated version of your your spotty crypto punk. Right. So you kind of hinted on why you, you chose to go anonymous. But can you can you touch on that a little bit more? Yeah. I mean, for me, you know, being like, like for me personally, taking nine years off from music, like I was living a very different lifestyle a decade ago, you know, where like, uh, I was, I was living, I I was out here, you know, much more as like, you know, living a, a more rapper, a typical rapper lifestyle that you might think of. Now I'm a little more older. And like, to me, taking on this animated character, as a persona, it gives me like a new lease on life really where, Mm. um, you know, spotty is ageless. I could be doing this 20 years from now, like spotty will never age spotty. He's Mm. timeless. So to me, it's like, um, 
it, it just gave me a new spark of inspiration because, you know, my life, my life is pretty boring. <laughs> you know, like I'm, I, I record here in my home studio, you know, I might leave the house to get some eggs and cheese or whatever I need, you know, to, to, to stock up the pantry. But, you know, my life is not uh, what it was nine years ago. So for me, spotty is like, this larger than life persona and spotty takes some of my internal dialogue and he just like maxes it out. You know, like the thing about spotty is spotty has these spots on his face. There are 10,000 crypto punks and there will only ever be 10,000, but only 124 of them have spots on their face. So what does that mean? It means he's very rare. There's only 124 with spots, but at the same time, when I bought my crypto punk, People were sleeping on the spots because they think it's ugly. They don't want their Twitter profile picture to have these ugly spots on their face. So to me, that's like the chip on my shoulder that I have from being burnt out and played by the music industry. And so I have this like this resentment where it's like I got to show people that like I had something to offer. You know, I could have been a contender. Right. Like they, like the old movie says. And so Spotty brings that same sort of chip on his shoulder. And that's what this whole Spotty Wi-Fi lifestyle is about. Mm, I love it. It sounds like you are embodying spot, Spotty because of the rarity. And you're, it's reminding you that these spots, these stripes, these war, wound, war battle wounds are beautiful. Exactly. We all have spots of some, some kind, right? Something that the world looks at and says like, oh, that's ugly. You shouldn't think highly of yourself because of X, Y, and Z reason. But we, if we are really, you know, if we're really uh, in tune, we should realize like, no, that's what makes me me. And that's why it's priceless because I'm a one of one, you know? You're one of one. So Golden Sessions is actually called Golden Sessions because the foundation is all about being and embodying your gold. And gold is a powerful acronym that stands for genuine, original, loving dreamer. And I honestly do believe that you are truly gold. You're a genuine, original, loving dreamer. So this is why I brought you on the show because I could feel this energy exuding through you. So thank you again for sharing this, this story of yours, BC, before crypto. I do want to touch on some of your current projects that you're working on now. You kind of alluded to the, the song, I Am Spotty, that you dropped back in April. Um, and um, I want to kind of touch on other projects that you're in the workings of and at this moment. So I'm Spotty was my NFT album. It really represents my genesis, right? And it's, it's from the, the nucleus of the NFT world. So now my mission is I'm going to bridge the gap to the mainstream. I'm taking this NFT and this Spotty lifestyle to Billboard. And the way I'm going to do that is through collaborating with mainstream artists. So I actually have a new song that I'm going to be debuting in just a few days, uh, it's going to be with a legendary Doc Peace. I'm telling you, a legendary rapper from the Dirty South, um, you know, a forefather of hip hop. And it's just the beginning. So you're going to see a lot more collaborative songs where I'm talking to those artists and even helping them think about how can we introduce them to the NFT space so that we're, we're exposing each other to new audiences. Wow. I love it. How, how incredible is this story of yours where you went from struggling as a rapper, showing your face, doing the thing, doing the grind, doing what everybody else does or told you to do, right? To make it. And then you now suddenly started embodying 
who you really were and this other, this character that allowed you to recreate yourself. And now you're making all these connections, you're collaborating, you're, you're, you're basically now a, an example of what we could achieve once we begin to reset and re-embody who we truly are. Well, I, I haven't always thought of it that way, but I appreciate that perspective. You know, when I sold my album, I sold 2000 NFTs of my album for 0.03 Ethereum each, which is about nine at the time it was about $96 each. So that's about $192,000 in revenue. Somebody did the math. They said, if I wanted to earn that much revenue on Spotify, I would have needed 40 to 45 million spins. I have right now fewer than 10,000 spins on the whole internet. So what I'm trying to do is demonstrate that if you cut out the middlemen, the managers, the agents, the, the labels, the publishers, and if your goal is not to sell advertisements on Spotify, then you can do a whole lot with just a few hundred people that believe in you. And that's really my mission now is Event, evangelizing this and bringing this to the artists that can that can take my blueprint and improve upon it. Love it. Love it. Today's golden topic is how NFTs are empowering artists and dis- disrupting the music industry. So Spotty, we were just sharing more about your, uh, your current projects, how you're dropping a new song. Can you dial in and share more on that? Yeah. So what I'm working on now is uh, it's a collab album. This album, um, the working title, I want to call it Connect the Dots, but that's a working title for right now for the album. Okay. But basically, uh, it's going to be all collabs. I'm, I'm going to partner with some of my favorite artists. Um, this first artist, you know what? I'm just going to tell you, this is just some alpha because we're, we're putting the song out real soon. I got a song with Bun B from the legendary Underground Kings from H-Town, Houston. So I'm a big fan of the Dirty South. This guy is, you know, the UGK is like the Eric B and Rakim of the Dirty South. You know, anybody that came out of the South, uh, these guys are like the forefathers. So um, basically I'm honored to have him as my first collab single. Uh, We're going to put that song out in the next few days. And that's going to be an NFT drop. And then I'm going to do a new song, a new collab song as an NFT every two to three months next year. Okay, so there's going to be five total NFT drops. If you collect one NFT from each of those five drops, then you'll get a vinyl record of the album of these all these great collabs. So that's really what I'm working on now. Um, it's kind of similar to what I did for my album, my, my debut album drop with my debut album. You bought the NFT and. Um, we're actually doing the sign up for that vinyl record in November and those will ship in December. And people love that. You know, this is a collector culture. The NFT world, we love to collect. So for music fans, it was actually my producer's idea to do vinyl. um, And it just, it makes so much sense. Like it's like the the top thing you could collect, you know, as a music fan. So now I'm excited to be able to offer my fans something they can add to their record collection and something they can add to their NFT collection, where it's not just spotty, you know, uh, but also like bridging that gap to the mainstream. So that's what I'm really excited about. Love it. Congratulations, first of all, with this record deal. This is incredible that you're doing this. And it's not, I misspoke. It's not a record deal. It's a, it's a collaboration. And that's, and that's what makes it so much more vibrant. Um, And one thing that you said was that 
you are currently working with your producer. I want to kind of touch on that because we had initially alluded that you had cut out some of the middleman. So I want to really touch on who is it that you cut out and why in, in, in this process. But I also want to hone in on right now on the fact that it sounds like you've created a roadmap for your project. And the term roadmap is very common in the NFT community. It means that you have given some thoughts some insight on how you're going to support the community that is supporting you. Yes. Yeah. So part of my, first of all, I've never really called it a roadmap. I never published Mm -hmm. a roadmap in the beginning because I wanted to just, I'm all about showing and proving, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's easy to talk about what you're going to do. I would rather just do it, you know? So in this case, um, for the people that believed in me enough to buy my first album, they're going to be able to mint the NFTs from this new project for free. So wow. that's, that's, this is all part of the original, you know, bringing value to those early collectors and supporters that believed in me. So for them, I'm excited to be able to bring them like, Hey, you're going to get a dope bun B NFT, you know, and all you got to do is mint it for free plus the cost of gas. Um, and then there'll be a public sale where other people, where we can bring in new people to the community and they can purchase. Um, but yes, it is part of a roadmap in, in theory. The other thing that we're working on is we're going beyond music. Okay. So Spotty is the MC. Spotty is the rapper. He's a crypto punk, but I also have a DJ. My DJ is a, is a me bit. If, if you're, if you're familiar with me bits, they're kind of, uh, they're like the little brothers of the crypto punks. I'll put it that way. They're another collection. I have a hype man, the world's only bored hype man, Gold Rilla. He's a he's a bored ape. If you're familiar with the bored apes, it's another NFT collection. I have other characters in this in the spotty verse. You know, I have gutter cats, I have gutter rats, I have meta heroes, I have Ava Stars. These are like all these different popular NFT collections. And Spotty and the Spotty verse. They're going to be a a conduit of storytelling where all of these different worlds collide. So music is really the tip of the spear. That's how I'm kicking in the door. But really, we're going to Hollywood, Doc Peace. We're coming out west and we might swing through San Diego, but ultimately we're going to Tinseltown with it. Ooh, love it. You're speaking to my soul right now because I don't know if you know this, Spotty, but I'm a spoken word artist. And I love how you're bringing up like this, this, you're creating a team. So going back to this whole cutting out the middleman, it sounds like you've, rather than having these people who are governing you and telling you what to do, you've created a team where now you're all collaborating and working together towards a common goal, which is is really um, empowerment for everyone. Everyone's getting up. Everyone's, you know, that term wag me, we're all going to make it, right? Wag me or wag me, we're all going to make it. That's exactly right. Uh, my team is lean and mean, Doc Peace. You know, my my lifelong friend, my high school best friend. Uh, he's my music producer. He's also a great visual designer and 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 a business uh, partner. So he wears a lot of hats. And really, I'm the voice of Spotty, but Spotty Wi-Fi is the two of us. You know, he we we he is the secret sauce, really, the man behind the curtain. I'm just the writer and the voice. Um, and we have another we have a, another person that we a, a good friend of mine who's been helping us as well along the way after the album drop. But, you know, we, we don't have a manager. We don't have a booking agent. We are the record label. We are the music publisher. You know, and look, 
I'm not delusional. I know this won't work for everybody. I have a lot of advantages. I have a lot of privileges that are helping me kind of set this example. Um, everybody can't have money to buy a crypto punk, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I bought one in February because I was in a privileged position to do it. That bought me for lack of a better word, Doc Peace, I hate to say it, but it bought me clout with this, this NFT community, right? Um, and now, now you have newer collections that give you clout, like the mm -hmm. Bored Apes and things like that. Everybody won't be able to do that, uh, but everybody can look at the blueprint of what I'm doing and they can start to see that this technology is empowering, you know, and it creates, it innovates and evolves the relationship between the artists and the fans. Another thing that I do with my NFTs doc piece is when you own one of my NFTs uh, so far, all of those NFTs are songs and you actually get a copyright license to the song for which you own that the, the song you have the NFT of. Okay. So what does that mean? What it means is you could take that song that you have the NFT of, you could put it on your sh radio show. You could put it on a pod podcast. You could put it on a, a film that you're developing, a video game, whatever, an advertisement. If you're not doing any of those things, you can license it to a third party that is doing any of those things. Okay. And so what does this mean? To me, it means music is going to be a cheat code for helping people understand the power of NFTs. We have friends that they look at these ape pictures or they look at these crypto punks and they make jokes about how they are gonna right click save it or they're gonna screenshot it, right? And we understand that that doesn't mean you own it. Just like going to the Louvre and taking a picture of the Mona Lisa like millions of people do every year does not mean you own the Mona nope. Lisa. But those same people, Doc Peace, those same people that make those jokes, they understand the difference between an MP3 and an artist owning their masters. They've heard Kanye ranting about his masters. They know Prince bought back his masters. They know Scooter Braun bought Taylor Swift's masters. Mike, MJ bought the Beatles masters. They know all these things. They've heard it. It's in their vernacular. So they'd, they understand that I give out MP3s for free. I want the whole world to listen to my music. And that's all an MP3 allows you to do. You can listen to it. You can share it. Good. Please do that. It's a favor to me if you do that. But my NFT holders, they understand that they have a greater bundle of rights because they can actually monetize the music and get this doc piece. If somebody owning my NFT, if they get it placed in a video game or in a TV show or something like that, they can get money off of that sync deal. They don't owe me anything, but guess what? I still own my masters. I get a hundred percent of my performance royalties, which means if that song gets played on a show or an advertisement that hits terrestrial radio or hits broadcast television, I will get a royalty enforced by ASCAP. Or if you're on BMI, BMI would enforce that. That's your performance rights organization. A lot of this might be going over people's heads if they're not really in the music industry. But what I'm telling you is NFTs are creating a new relationship between artists and fans where they can have more sophisticated rights than just the right to press play on an MP3 and listen to the music. Woo. Wow. This is it, this sounds like a whole new world. It sounds like a whole new world that that is right here, right now. It's limitless. Look, I think music, like I said, I think it's going to be a cheat code for people understanding all of this. 
the sad part is, Doc Peace, so many mainstream artists aren't going to be able to tap into this for a while because they may be locked into some deals that uh, prevent them from doing it, or they may have some middlemen around them that understand that they are vulnerable because their jobs are at risk thanks to this technology. But independent artists like myself, um, artists that have the flexibility, we're going to continue pushing the envelope and leading you know, through innovation. Yes, leading through innovation, definitely. So what would be the first step that you would recommend for an independent artist to take to to follow in your footsteps, use you as an inspiration, not, in, not embody themselves, not, not um, copy exactly what you're doing, but embody themselves, but use you as inspiration. What would be the very first step that you would recommend for them to take? The first thing I would do is I would get on Twitter. I would start following. I would go to my Twitter. That's a, a shameless plug. Mm-hmm. And I would follow everybody I'm following. I'm following about 2000 people. I would follow all of them. You will soak up a lot of knowledge by following who I'm following. I would go into Twitter spaces, which are like uh, audio chat rooms, and I would just listen. I would listen and absorb knowledge through osmosis. What I would not do, Doc Peace, I would not say I'm going to I'm going to list and sell an NFT tomorrow. That's where a lot of people make the mistake. Uh, The NFT community is very cynical, skeptical, and discerning. They want to know that you're in it for the long haul and not for a cash grab. Like I said, I bought my CryptoPunk in February. My album wasn't available for sale until August. That means I did six months of learning and really investing in the community. So that's my biggest tip. The other thing I would say, this is very tactical, but when you get ready to sell an NFT, the best advice I got, a friend told me, however many you're thinking of minting or selling, sell fewer. And however much you're thinking of selling it for, sell it for less. That is the best kept secret. Um, if you set the price low, you're, you are rewarding your early collectors by giving them a good price and you want them to feel comfortable and like they could sell for a profit at any point if they needed to. Where people get in trouble is when they try to charge too much or they, they try to sell too many. And a lot of times either they won't sell or the people that do buy them they're going to end up buying them at a, at a price and then the price is going to fall later and you're going to have a really uh, hard time con- you know, keeping a positive vibe and positive energy amongst your collectors. That is what worked for me and that's what I, w- I would advise. And also, if you can package a physical item like a vinyl record, yes. it's a whole lot more work, I promise you, but it's what 99.99% of these NFT collections are not doing. And it will really, uh, it will really galvanize the the appreciation and the support of your collectors when they know they're getting something that they can share with their their friends uh, that aren't into NFTs. Yes, so good, so good. So the first thing you recommend really is to take the time to start community to form yes. form your community. When you do your NFT drop, put it at a lower price point and a smaller collection. Yes. To increase the rarity and the accessibility. And lastly, to I forget the last one. <laughs> well, utility. 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 Could physical, it could be a physical item or it could be like intellectual property. Yes. I, yes. I did both, you know, and I, yes. I recommend that. Unlockable content. Unlockable content. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Wonderful. So how can we connect with you further, Spotty? 
So Twitter is the best place. You know, I spend way too much time on Twitter, but um, I love connecting with people there. It's at Spotty Wi-Fi, Spotty, S-P-O-T-T-I-E. And then in the link, in the, in the bio of my Twitter, I have a link to my Discord as well. And that's a great place. I'm always on Twitter and Discord. You, you'll always find me there. Wonderful, wonderful. Yes, definitely follow Spotty Wi-Fi. Thank you so much again for joining us today, Spotty. My pleasure, Doc Peace. Thank you for having me. Much appreciated. Mm, you're so very welcome. You've shared with us so many doses of inspiration and all your insight and light. So very much appreciated as well. Thank you for listening to Golden Meta Sessions with Doc Peace. I hope you got that dose of inspiration you were welcoming. Remember to subscribe. New episodes drop weekly every Thursday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. As always, reminding you, it is you who ultimately chooses to consciously express and be gold, a genuine, original, loving dreamer, as you boldly step into the metaverse and achieve your version of success. I'm your host, Doc Peace. What an honor it is to journey with you into NFTs. Stay gold.